0: On today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, we're going to dive into who could take over for the Eagles in their season opener Sunday against the New England Patriots. Plus, who do the Eagles need to make sure on the Patriots side does not take over this football game? What are the rookie roles in Sunday's opener? All that and more on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Eagles.
1: You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, everyday
0: for making locked on eagles your first listen each and every day welcome in eagles fans to a Wednesday edition of the show and it's sponsored by the game time app download game time and create an account and use the promo code locked on nfl for $20 off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest price Guaranteed. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day, Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. And we're continuing to dive into this Sunday's season opener between the Eagles and the Patriots. Kickoff at 425.00. Got a crossover Thursday show for you tomorrow with Locked On Patriots. Another podcast for you Friday as well. Jam-packed week as we get ready to start the 2023 season. Gino, yesterday we took a first look at this matchup on both sides of the ball and how we both feel like, from a personnel standpoint, the Eagles, I think, outmatched New England in almost every way. Even where New England has stars, like on the edge with Matt Judon and Joshua Uche, they got to go up against elite tackles like Jordan Maialata and Lane Johnson. For the Eagles, you know, again, I don't think one player has to carry them in this game. I think they just have to not shoot themselves in the foot. But who are the guys you think could potentially take over this football game for the Birds on both sides of the ball?
1: Let's start at the edge position since we were already talking that. But we'll talk about the Eagles on the edge position. So I don't know who the Patriots plan on starting at right tackle with Riley Reef on the injured reserve. I'm sure Locked On Patriots host Mike DeBate will hook us up with that information tomorrow, but I'm saying they have to go at that right side of the Patriots offensive line all day long. And that's where Mac Jones, a right-handed quarterback, that's going to be his first read, right? He's looking to his right get in his face quickly, make him second guess things, make him come across the formation and go through his progressions. And at that point, you're hoping that the defensive line can just hit home. And the way that you send pressure at potentially an undrafted free agent rookie at that position, or potentially somebody that they got as a UFA, you are going to just have to make them think. I think sending a lot of stunts, interchanging the guys that are rushing, bringing Nolan Smith and potentially like Josh Sweat, off of that right edge on multiple times would be a great approach. Make them think who they have to account for and just continually throw the barn at them. Just throw everything at them. Not in a conservative manner where you sit back, but also not in a dangerous manner where you overplay your hand. You have to come to that balance, which we have talked about, but we know that you win with your strengths. What is the Eagle strength? It's rushing the quarterback. And I think that edge position, those guys are going to feast come on Sunday.
0: No, I completely agree. That's exactly where I was going to go too, Gino. When you look at an undrafted kid's got to play tackle against what last year was a historic pass rushing unit that did not get worse this year. If anything, that I think they upgraded. You look at the edge. City cell where...
1: was drafted. Apologies. He was a okay. Yes, round pick. he yeah, was. a but Yeah. Still. Okay.
0: Still, regardless, a later round pick, a rookie that's got to go up against Hassan Riddick, who led the NFL in sacks last year. When you combine the postseason, mm-hmm. Josh Sweat, who could be one of the breakout players in the NFL, he already broke out, but could take another step this year. Brandon Graham, who should have been Comeback Player of the Year in 2022. And last year, they had, you know, Robert Quinn as their fourth rotating edge. This year, they have Nolan Smith. That is a lot for a rookie to handle in that entire Patriots offensive line. So, Gino, I agree. I think the pass rush is really where this team could take over. I think on offense, I think it could be both Devontae Smith And A.J. Brown, because I don't think the Patriots will shadow their corners. Mm -hmm. Christian Gonzalez and Jones as well, um, who had a really good year last year. But to me, it's like if Devontae Smith lines up on Christian Gonzalez, I think that's where they can really exploit the passing game. Because I think Gonzalez, not that he's a stiffer, you know, lengthier corner that can't cover speed and good route runners. You know, he was a top prospect. We really liked him in this draft. But I feel like he does match up a little better against AJ Brown, and I think Devontae could give him fits on Sunday.
1: I think you're you're right on in that regard, and I was thinking while you're talking, well, A.J. has a lot of size on him, but Christian Gonzalez is a big kid, right? And the knock coming out of Oregon was that he wasn't physical, folks. The kid is physical. He likes to hit. He likes to be competitive at the catch point. And I think to your point, Lou, A.J. Brown, a bigger, more physical guy, get a more slippery route runner in Devontae Smith. In your
0: first game, to have to cover a route runner like that, that's when you're already thinking a lot, you know, to have to go up
1: against, to me, a
0: top two or top three route runner, that's brutal.
1: And I think Jonathan Jones will probably be who Bill Belichick yes. wants to put on AJ Brown anyway. The more experienced guy. I and, would agree. Yeah, right. I, I think you want to I take think so. away. I mean, Jonathan
0: Jones had a good year last year.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he was a top-level corner, and to the point where they let JC Jackson go a couple of years ago because they felt confident in just flipping that yeah. position over. Right. And I'm not saying that Jonathan Jones can't shut either of those guys down, but matchup-wise. I think A.J. Brown against Jonathan Jones and Devontae Smith against Christian Gonzalez is what Philadelphia wants to do. If they don't shadow, you're going to have to use a lot of motion and get those guys out into different spots. You can't just line up and go. You're going to have to move them around the formation. But then at the same time, Lou, you throw Dallas Goddard into the equation. You know Kyle Duggar, he's pretty good at the safety position. So is Drew Peppers, who is going to be that guy that covers Dallas Goddard. Like I don't know if they have that guy. I think Jonathan Jones, Christian Gonzalez will win some matchups against the guys on the outside, but I think DG is going to come into this game and absolutely dominate the middle of the field.
0: I agree, and you know I think they're going to throw the football. I think they're going to come out really Agreed. trying to swing and, and put this team down early. And so it's going to be interesting to see what Bill Belichick's counter is. Is it mm-hmm. going to be a blitz-heavy approach? Because again, if you give Jalen Hurts time, Devontae again, I think the Patriots secondary it's. I think it's pretty good. I mean, their defense is definitely the strength of this roster on top Mm -hmm. of Belichick's scheme already. Um, I think they have, again, two perennial really good edge rushers. Um, I think they have a a solid, talented, but young secondary. But if you give Jalen Hurts time again, you know, Gino, you're like, who covers Dallas Goddard? I don't think it matters regardless Mm -hmm. of who's on defense. If you have to cover Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and Dallas Goddard for an extended period of time, they're going to win those matchups nine and a half times out of ten.
1: And I think the running backs are going to play a big part of this as well because if you can get those guys in Kyle Duggar and Jabril Peppers who aren't the most center field-esque type of safeties, I would say. They they like to probe around the box, and that's what Bill Belichick likes to do a lot in his quarter style of defense. But if you could get those guys close to the line of scrimmage and hammer home the run game, Lou, that's going to open up the back end to really take advantage of that secondary. And I think – Playing into their hand and throwing right away, you might expect that. But if you can get them to crowd the box a little bit, have to take account for Jalen Hurts as well on top of those running backs in the run game. Yeah. I think the second, and especially after halftime, like those two times in the game are going to be when the passing game really opens up. I think Nick is going to want to come in here, kind of solidify, like, okay, we're going to dominate in the trench. We're going to make you have to account for multiple different things. And then they're just going to open that thing up. But you have to hope that those guys can win their one-on-ones. And I agree that they can. And then you have to account for DeAndre Swift and Quez Watkins and Olemide Zaccheaus. Like, where's the counter for those guys? I think it'll be like a pretty good boxing match between most of the secondary and the Eagles receivers. But then when you're getting the guys who might be on the undercard and the guys who might not play as big of a role who are going to be the guys that win those fights. And those are the ones where I think the Eagles really will come out on top when they're going against the Patriots defense.
0: Who needs to carry the Patriots in this game? Who could be the game breakers for New England? We'll get into that coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And guys, today's show is sponsored by Harry's. No matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price that you're going to love. From their legendary high-quality razors to skin products like exfoliating face wash and hydrating lotion, Harry's gives you a premium shave without the premium price tag. Get better quality and a better price than other razors when you get Harry's delivered right to your door, I'm a baby face. I can't grow facial hair, so I shave on the daily or else it comes in patchy and It just looks terrible. It's embarrassing as an Italian, but it's true. So I use Harry's every single day. A smooth shave shouldn't be rough on your wallet either. The starter set is a $13 value for just $3 at harrys.com NFL. It includes a five blade German engineered razor, weight handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. Scheduled delivery for refills as low as only $2. Half of what you pay for other blades. Harry's makes the skin products that's going to give you the best shave ever from creams washes and lotions that'll keep your skin healthy and hydrated blades made in their own factory in germany that stay sharp sleek ergonomic weighted handles that look great in your bathroom all that more at harry's there's no reason not to try harry's they have the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry and they're still offering a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries, it's on them. Get your best shave ever this summer with Harry's razors and skincare products. Get again, a $13 starter set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com/nfl. That's harrys.com/nfl for a $3 starter set. All right, Eagles fans, we're continuing on this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday. We're previewing the Eagles week one matchup this Sunday at 425 in Foxborough against the New England Patriots. And, Gino, again, I don't know if there's really a player for the Patriots that could take over this game to the point where they win. Like, it's got to be a complete team effort for New England. Again, they're not a terrible team, but... The Eagles are a much more talented roster on both sides of the football. But if you had to say, like, if you're the Eagles coaches on offense and defense, if there's one guy each that you're like, we need to make sure we stop this guy. Is there a player on offense and defense for New England that you're trying to hone in on?
1: I think I mentioned these guys yesterday. I'll start with on the offensive side of the ball. I think Ramondre Stevenson and even Ezekiel Elliott, I think those two guys are really going to test how well have you been preparing to tackle in the regular season, right? That's great point. And that's one thing they struggle the season, with a little bit at times last year. And in the preseason, Lou, there were some times where you're like, how are five guys missing these tackles? So if they can get the run game going, you know, Bill Belichick will scheme up something good. They can do a lot of everything in that regard. is a big body. Zeke is a big body. Those guys got to be ready to tackle. I think the Eagles have great counters to that, obviously, with Jordan Davis and the weight that you have in the middle. But then I look at the other side of the ball. I don't think New England has that ability to stop the game from the middle of their defense. It's going to come from the edge. I think if they win this game, Matt Judon or Josh Uche is going to have to have a Hassan Riddick against Jordan Maialata-esque performance when Hassan was on the Panthers and he just dominated him on that blind side every single snap. But at the end of the day, it's like Jalen Hurd can still avoid that, right? Like That's what you're going to have to... Figure out as New England, what is your counter punch to beating the left tackle, but then having to go and get Jalen Hurts is Bill Belichick going to spy him with one of those linebackers? Does he trust one of those guys, but that takes away one of the guys in terms of coverage. I just think those edge rushers and especially the way edge rushing works in the National Football League, where if you don't make the sack, that's a big open gap that somebody like Jalen Hurts is going to go hit there's a lot more variance to it than rushing on the interior, in my opinion, where on the interior, you're probably going to break up that play. The edge, if you go a step past the line of scrimmage, Lane Johnson is, or step past the pocket, Lane Johnson's great at throwing you by, sending you out of the play, right? If you don't get too much depth, you're going to give Jalen Hurts all this time in the world. But I expect Judon and Uche to be schemed up a lot, like guys like Hassan and Nolan Smith will be for the Philadelphia Eagles to where they're going to be all over. And the Eagles' I wonder offensive line, they've got to be on the same team. Oh, was they definitely say, will. I mean.
0: You know, Cam Jurgens, I don't want to say is the weak link of this offensive line, but he's going to be a first-time starter at right guard, a position that he isn't naturally. He's a center. He's had a really good summer, but I wonder if Bill Belichick says maybe that's a way we can exploit the Eagles, maybe mm-hmm. some stunts inside, get Judon and Uche lined up on the inside like the Eagles like to do with, you know, Brandon Graham. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe that's something to keep an eye out for. But yeah, I'm with you on offense, though. It really is the run game. I'm not mm-hmm. scared of Mac Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kendrick Bourne, you know, Devontae Parker taking over this football. Football game. Don't really think that's in the cards. They could have Agreed. some success, but I think it would come from. As you mentioned, if Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott are breaking tackles, suddenly the play action gets more involved, yep. and that's where Mac Jones, I think, is a lot more comfortable. So yeah, mm-hmm. stopping the run game, that was, again, the Eagles weren't terrible as a run defense last year. They weren't a terrible tackling unit, but if you had to say there was something about them last year that was the most inconsistent, I think it would be those two areas on defense. It was tackling and the run game. So this is a very important game for Jordan mm-hmm. Davis to see you know, where he's at now as a featured starter on defense.
1: I think him and we'll get to the rookies as well. I think a lot of those guys, yeah. I mean, second year Nicobe Dean is going to be a big player in this. Zach Cunningham game, right? too.
0: Like we'll see as a first time starter, how, yeah. Where is Dean and Cunningham versus what we saw from Edwards and White last year?
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. And a lot of those ones more on the offensive side of the ball than defense, but even so Reed Blankenship hasn't seen the field right we know he's a good tackler but there is a little bit of rust when you haven't played since february in a real live football game and jordan davis hasn't had a ton of minutes fletch hasn't seen a football a lot of new roles man like and you know tackling is tough in the first week it always is for every team it's not just going to be the eagles the patriots will be in that situation times and across the other 15 games i'm sure there will be as well but if there was one thing like you said lou where you're like When the rain comes pouring down and you see just a little dribble in your basement, you're like, maybe I should look at that. It is the tackling. It's like that was there in the preseason. It was there at times last year. They really have to hit on home on that because you made that point of the play action. I'm thinking that every time they play Minnesota outside of last year, it's like when you don't stop Delvin and you couldn't stop Madison. Then you get the play action and they just killed you in that regard. And that's exactly what you can't allow Mac Jones to do because he's a rhythm timing passer. Play action is the king of rhythm and timing guys on the spot.
0: That's a great point for sure. Gino, coming up next, I want to get into what potential roles rookies could have for the Eagles on Sunday. But first, tell us about the game time app.
1: This is a real life story that happened to me yesterday. And I couldn't even write this if I wanted to as an ad writer. So the Oregon football account tweets out that they sold out of tickets to their game against Colorado Shador Sanders prime time. They're going up to Eugene and me and my fiance planned a mini honeymoon. I was freaking out, but then I calmed down and I said, I have the game time app. I went to game time, even after the school said it was sold out. I went on there, got a ticket within five minutes. And man, was it cheaper than any ticket you could get? Anywhere else. I'm telling you, it takes all the stress out of planning for games. You've used the ones in the past, the ones that don't even give you a visual of your seat. Game time will show you exactly what your view is right on the app for football, basketball, go to the theater, go see a concert, whatever you want to do. Game time is there. You're probably thinking, how do I use this game time app? Well, you grab your phone and you download the app. It's game time in your app store. Download it and use the code locked on NFL. And with that code, you will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code. Locked on NFL for $20 off. The Eagles open up in Foxborough, but get your tickets for the opener in Lincoln Financial Field through game time. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up this Wednesday edition of the
1: Lockdown Eagles podcast,
0: and we're going to focus on the 2023 rookie class that I think is going to have a bigger role this year than the 2022 class did. I think it's going to be more mm-hmm. like 2021 where Devontae Smith instantly came in and was a starter. Landon Dickerson had a big role. Milton Williams was a rotational player. This year, you've got Jalen Carter. You've got Tyler Steen, Sidney Brown. you You've got Moro Jomo of course Nolan Smith can't forget the other first round pick they have as well a lot of rookies that are going to be on the field in some capacity on Sunday Gino I think it's Obvious that Jalen Carter will have the biggest role, but I will say I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do with Nolan Smith in this first game. How many snaps he gets as that fourth guy? Because last year, again, you didn't really have a fourth player that was worth a lot of snaps. So how does he compare to a snap count total with Brandon Graham, with Hassan Reddick, who's dealing with that thumb injury? So that's part of this, too. I mean, maybe if you're winning a lot, Nolan Smith is in this game more. What role does he have? Is he blitzing through the you know A and B gap more? Is he playing some off-ball linebacker? Nolan's role on Sunday, I think, is going to be really interesting. Because again, Jalen Carter, you know he's going to lead the rookies in snaps. He's a big part of this game plan. But Nolan, it's like, how does Sean decide decide to use him on
1: Sunday is going to be cool to see. And I think you can echo that with Sidney Brown as well, in yeah, my opinion. Right. And sure. I would also say maybe an undrafted free agent could be your best special teams player going into this game in Eli Ricks. Josh mm. Job was the only player listed on the injury report today with an illness. You lose Zach McPherson. You lose Sean Bradley for the year. They let go of Kyron Johnson. Those were three of your biggest special yeah, teams. Yeah, they need players Eli Rex in this game, Gino. Year. He might be huge just by playing special teams, to where I think Keely Ringo is going to be one of the guys that sits on game day because of what you have. In that secondary, and a lot of it goes to how good Sidney Brown is going to be and where you can deploy him. Where can you deploy Jalen Carter and Nicobe Dean and Nolan Smith? Jalen, like you said, I think it's obvious three tech, zero tech go and win those double teams. But the other guys, like, could you see sets where Nicobe Dean and Nolan Smith are the two inside linebackers? And well, then that's what I'm saying, man. I'm on a blitz, and yeah, or you. To keep both of them there, and said Cindy Brown from the third level. That's like, would you be thing. surprised
0: if you see at times Nolan Smith, Hassan
1: Riddick, and Josh Sweat all out there at no. the same time? It's going to happen. Like, that yeah. has to happen. You would be just inept at doing your job if that doesn't happen. I mean, you
0: could almost have this like NASCAR like package where Nolan Smith's an off ball linebacker with mm-hmm. Dean. You've got BG inside with Riddick and Sweat on the edge. Jalen Carter as your three tech. There's again a lot defense, and I said this on the show yesterday. I'm really interested to see all the different looks the defense throws at Mac Jones on Sunday. Um, Gino, when it comes to, I think, too, you're going to see a lot of, on third down especially, Jalen Carter and Milton Williams. Like, Fletcher Cox, again, is going to be your main starter. His seven sacks had a really good year last year. But as we mentioned before, you want to keep his snap count at a certain controlled spot. And I think with how good Milton Williams looked down the stretch last year, with the obvious pass rusher Carter is, I think in obvious pass rush situations, I think you're going to see a lot of Jalen
1: and Milton. Yeah, I think on third down and... Honest NFL has done a great job at pointing this out that the Eagles did a great job last year when they deployed their penny package. And what yeah. that was was when they put Jordan Davis right over the center. And like you said, they would probably throw two of the faster interior rushers, whether that's Jalen Milton, on a three tech where they rush on the inside. And then you do the two stand up rushers and one single linebacker into Kobe Dean. And then you have five in coverage. You can deploy them anywhere. But all of those looks that you can get out of that single package, Lou, and that's just one package where you can deploy all of these different guys. I'm excited to see how they deploy their bases, their base look, like who they come out with right away in a four down set. How they move those guys around is Josh Sweat, just a pure five tech type of guy that they want to keep there. Are they willing to move him around? But I really think it all comes down to how well the rookies go out there and play. And I think it's evident already that yeah. you can get play out of them. So go and put them in the rotation and let the guy, the guys like Josh Sweat do what they're best at and figure out where Nolan Smith lines up best. And how are you going to do that? You're going to experiment. You're going to try different personnel groupings. It's the first time Sean Desai has ever had this group together. And that as much of a headache as it is for us trying to figure out what they're going to do and talk about this five days a week. Imagine, Belichick and company having to game plan sure. for that in their offensive media room. Like, what are we going to see? They really don't know. And oh, that's Belichick hyped I'm so excited.
0: In their press conference his press conference today. Jalen's I mean, a top two player in the league. Yep, he said that the the pass rush is by far the deepest and most talented in the NFL. So Belichick knows he's got his work cut out for him Sunday at 425. Gino's gonna be joined by Mike Debate tomorrow of Lockdown Patriots for crossover Thursday. Then we got some bet talk coming up on Friday. Two more shows for you this week, right here on the Lockdown Eagles Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday. That's going to do it for this Wednesday edition of the show. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Louie DiBiase. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. Fly, eagles, fly.